Juwan, welcome, man. How are you today? What's up, bro? Good, good. Chilling. How about you? Yeah, I've been all right, you know. Um, so tell, tell me, man, what's been going on with you? Uh, nothing. Uh, getting ready for the season to start back up this fall. Uh, training, lifting. Um, watching this crazy news that's going on nowadays with the police brutality and the crazy madness and how we fighting back. Yeah, it it is be getting pretty crazy uh, outside, but you know, let's take some. Hopefully, we can take some time to you know disconnect from that. You know, try to focus on. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh you are starting. Um, are you so are your dates set for for your summer camp? Uh not yet, but we keep in contact with our coaches now, keeping us in the loopholes with the um with the two boy nineteen stuff that's going on. And we'll most likely start back in the fall. Uh, Say it's Governor Abbott, but as of right now, we're still on hold. But we're still preparing for a regular season. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, things pick up, like pick back up this summer. Because you know, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's really wise to keep everyone just on lockdown. Even though, I mean, some people do have a problem with opening up too early, but, but. No, not no, nothing stopping people from like staying home. Like, I think everything should open up, and and people should decide whether to take that risk or not. But, you know, hopefully, you know everything. Yeah, works you. Out. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully everything works out for the best. So you going to your uh, third year at Texas College? Oh man, yeah, it's actually going by pretty fast, faster than what I thought, actually. Mm-hmm. So how how's um so how's things looking looking for you in terms of like what are you looking what are you looking forward to uh this upcoming season? Uh this upcoming season. Uh basically another year to get better and become more of a great athlete and get better student knowledge of the game. As that's which I'm very good at. And um just basically going ahead and going with a winning season, make it to the playoffs and just become a better person on and off the field. All right, that's good. Um, so you still playing quarterback, right? Yeah, I play. I'm playing quarterback and receiver. I'm actually playing the athlete role, actually. So, but I am the starting quarterback at Texas College. All right, that's uh, that's great to know. So very. Um, so what have you uh picked up on the way from uh, so from since you uh graduated from KF to uh now your third year in Texas College? Because I know uh, uh when you you were at KF. You were uh, the backup quarterback. Uh, you were able to sign sign to uh, Texas College, and you were able to get that opportunity. So, what have you like le- picked up on the way? Man, it's crazy because like from high school, I already had three offers coming in to KF, and at that point, it was really more film for me. And I really, now that I look back at it, it's crazy because like. Going into my senior year of summer, uh, I attended like three camps before before coming in that fall season. And I got offered during that summer from three, but I never told anybody. And like just going through all of that recruiting stage with my parents, they just told me to keep it to myself and not the trip. So I just did that. And I just took the blows that came with during the season. And then trans trans going in, like going into college, like, I grew a lot from like maturity wise 
and from a standpoint of becoming a becoming an adult and how I react to certain situations. As, as you could tell on the sideline when I didn't get in, I used to be pissed. I used to be mad and have attitudes with the coaches, talk back. And then going to college, I had to sit on the bench for like six games. And it, it humbled me a lot because college is like, it's business. Like the next man, the next man is always up and you'll never know when your number get called. And my number got called in Arizona. And it was like, it was, it was a tough game, but I managed to get through it. And now looking back at it, it's like, I can only give all the glory to God because just me being a backup quarterback, like you said, and being the only quarterback that signed that year, it said a lot. And yeah, that's, it was just, it was just a crazy year for me, but I still overcame it. So you say you're uh, also playing, you're playing an athlete. So you're playing a more uh, wide receiver as well. Are you at, um, are you at peace with that? Uh, are you like more uh, okay with, you know, just trying to get into the game and trying to contribute? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I start off as a quarterback, but it's like certain packages they have with me because of my speed for one. I got, I got faster and then I got more stronger and explosive than I was in high school. So it's really like, when they need me, they call me. But as far as that, I'm the starting quarterback. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great to know. Because I remember uh, uh, practicing with you at, at KF. Um, I used to – I play. I remember I played uh, quarterback. So me and you were in the quarterback room my sophomore year until I, I made the switch to receiver. But until then, like, I, I, what I noticed is, like, you were uh, pretty athletic, but uh, what I noticed is you would try to keep your, like, athleticism condensed to, like, being a quarterback. So, mm -hmm. and, like, with that, what I noticed about you, you were, uh, like, all arm strength, uh, all footwork, but, like, uh, you know, you know, your accuracy wasn't there. Uh, I, I trust, you know, that's gotten better. But your accuracy wasn't uh, there. You know, you were always trying to – be either it was either a deep a deep pass or, or or a long run, but you know hopefully I I, I trust that uh, you've grown grown with it. You know uh, your teammates with uh, with Donato and you know uh, I talk with Donato a lot. He says you know you know he's a uh, he's having a good time up there as well. And you know uh, watching y'all uh, y'all being teammates and all that. You know that's uh, that's great to uh, see. So it's great to see you develop as well, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, going to college, it's like you'll learn a lot from technique-wise to making the right reads and making the right play. And, yeah, for one, yeah, that, that was crazy. Looking back, really looking back at my old film in high school, I was really just desperate for passes and stats. And now, now that I look at it, reading the defense, making the right reads, improve your stats and improve your knowledge as a quarterback. And I can't say, like, in, in high school, I really didn't – I didn't have that, that push factor. But now that I look back at it, it's, it's crazy because, like what you just said, like the accuracy and everything, now that I look back at it and working on it now, and if I would have worked on that in high school, it would have been like – I would have been like 10 times better quarterback than I was in high school. Um, looking back, do you regret anything, like any uh, anything from – like not just high school, from, but also your uh, – Two, uh, your two years already in in in, tech, in in college. Do you uh look back and feel like uh you missed an opportunity or you didn't take an op uh something as serious as you wanted to? Oh, a lot, especially in high school, 
But I mean, I don't really regret it because it was a learning point. It was a learning factor that helped me grow as a person and a person on the field. I mean, everything happens for a reason, I believe. And if that never would have happened, it never really made me, it wouldn't have made me a better person as I was on the field now, actually. And I'm actually glad that I went through those trials and tribulations and overcame it because I, now I'm a better person and a better athlete. And I'm a better athlete on the field and a better quarterback. Hmm. Yes, and, um, you know, so you're going from uh, your alternate uh, quarterback and receiver. Um, does it um, – because I went through that transition as well, bro. I went from quarterback to receiver. Um, one thing I noticed during my transition uh, that uh, it became – I became a, a, a more a – playing receiver was more of a brain game for me. Uh, that's how I, I was able to get into the game, game as much. Uh, that's how I found myself getting into the game. Um, Playing quarterback, uh, here's what happened. Playing quarterback, I never really uh, memorized the plays. It never really clicked for me when I was under center or uh, taking taking snaps. But as soon as I moved the receiver, oh, like, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, I can play all three, X, Y, Z. I can play all three because I, I, I know the route patterns. Like, I know I could also play running back because I also, you know, I could also, uh, if they needed me to, for scouting because I, I memorized all the plays. So, it became more of a brain game for me. Um, I was able to, uh, you know, when they tested us, they say, you know, write down this play. I was able to write down the, the entire play from the offensive line to the running backs to all the receivers. So how is it, how, like, how is your transition in terms of that? Like, is it, like, easier because you play quarterback or is it, like, more difficult because you're trying to develop athletically into it? Um, it's really both is easier because playing receiver, you have to identify the coverages. And playing receiver, it helped me as a quarterback to identify the coverage better, actually. And it helps me stay in shape, really. And it just so it helps me with the discipline on the field because you never know what can happen and you never know who could really go down. And just to know you'll be there and be able to fill in for that position, like, it's, just, it's just a great responsibility. All right, so um, you um, so do you work on your route tree as much as you do with your uh, 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 throwing, or do you, or is it just like you feel like you're athletic enough to like take on and like uh, to line up at uh, a wideout at, at like any time you needed to? No, nah, for me it's more mechanics. I like mechanics. Catching ball is always going to be there. Running the routes is always going to be there because without the mechanics, you can't run a route. And you can't be confident without running a route if you don't have the right mechanic. And then it's it's really a mind, a mental game with everything on the field. So if you have the right mechanics, mental game, and you trust yourself in your hands and you trust your mind, then everything will fall in place. So so athletically, is it is it is uh, playing receiver coming natural to you, or are you really trying yeah. to? It's natural. It comes natural. My size and height and my great my I don't want to say great hands, but I have confidence in my hands that I can make the play if they need me to. That's uh, so. Um, with that being said, um, are you looking to going anywhere uh, else after uh, you you after Texas College, or you feel like you're going all four years there? Uh, yeah, because I have three more years of eligibility. I have a couple schools that's, that I'm talking to after I graduate from Texas College and going as an undergrad. And it's about it's about four to five schools. He actually just texted me now 
and um, yeah, it's it's a couple four schools. I I, don't, uh, I can say one. No, I'm not gonna say one, but that that'll be coming out my senior year after the season. All right. Uh, what so what 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 are you looking at? Uh, I'm not at, uh, of course. Uh, uh, like, are you going the uh, D1? I'm not gonna ask you to name any schools in particular. You know, just but are are you looking at D1, D2, D3? Three of them are three. Three of them are D2, and two of them are uh, two of them are D1. All right, that's um, that's uh, that's great to know, bro. That's uh, it's great to see you doing good. Um, because you know. Any uh, when an opportunity comes, I, I um, it's great to see that you develop as much as you can because you know, like you said, college is a business, and you know, I I, I get into many conversations with 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 my, with my friends who 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 also played. Says, hey, like I you know, I asked them man, like, hey man, if you were guaranteed to start, but you would have to change your position to to running back or defensive end, or would you have to play something that you never played in your life, but but you get you get the opportunity to play D one. Like, would you take it? And you know, um, it's a it's it comes at a, a it's really a maturity thing because you know if you if I asked that back in you know your freshman or sophomore year, so like I ain't gonna I, ain't, I don't want to play no no safety. I don't want to play no no uh, running back. I want to play receiver. Like you know, because you know it's everyone wants to play be be that flashy guy. But if you ask like these more mature guys, like me and you, if you ask me, or if I ask you, like, would you change your position in order to, you know, chase a better opportunity? You know, I say like, yeah, most definitely, because I'm trying to, like, m most likely it's 11 guys on the field at once, bro. It's a team game. We all have to be in sync, and like, you know, any way you can contribute to a, to winning, you know, we, like, we take that jump, like, cause I know you remember, cause when when coach, um, you no, know, it was heartbreaking when. Sophomore year, when uh, they asked me to go from quarterback to receiver, you know, it took me a, a while to to get used to that. Uh, and like today, looking back, I was like, man, I don't know why I was tripping about it. Like this is like the best thing that ever happened to me. All I had to do was like, you know, put the work in, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm ready. I like, I don't know why I was tripping back then, you know. So it's really a maturity thing. So that's yeah, uh, for sure. There's definitely a maturity thing, and it just it just depends on how you take it and how you go about it. Because, like you said, it's a team game, and the best team on the field wins, and the best team that has the more accountability for one another, and that's the, that's, that would be the team that always come home with it with the game win. So, um, back to um, if we could go back to to re reality for a second, you know, it was great going down back down memory lane, you know, uh, but if we could get back to like, you know, of course, like you know, the world's getting crazier and crazier, um, by a second. And you've actually, I've noticed you like you were actually at, really active on Twitter yesterday, you know, if I was following you correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it can't be, you know, one thing I could say, like, it can't be really great to um to just be on social media all the time, you know, because one thing I noticed is, like, you know, I, I try to promote this podcast, and in order to do that, I've been on social media a lot, you know, trying to trying to get, get you know, this name out there. And, you know, it's like, it just gets darker by the second you, like, the more time you spend on there. So, you know, how are you, like, how are you managing, you know, uh, your time, you know, now that, you know, with all this craziness going by, you know, it's like, you know, it's flustering me if I could say anything about it. 
I mean, I'm just taking it one day at a time like everybody else is. It's just, it's crazy that you got to go, like, seeing it in history books in high school and actually seeing it come to life in real life with the police brutality and how Donald Trump is doing all these acts of stupidness and stuff that us Black people and Mexicans as well don't support. And it's like, we just in the world together and alone and it's like only the only people that they hear is the white people and not us yeah i hear you man like it's like so much like so much craziness is going on that i can't really i'm trying to like you know stay on one topic you know we go police brutality the you know, rioting the pandemic the the looting like i'm so like it's so fluff uh frustrating and like so it's like too much to like you know uh, touch base on but you know, going back like going back to what like to what you said like uh, uh, you're right you know um, that's why I, I I try to do my best to think rationally like you know try to find solutions to everything trying to uh, find like what's the uh, the best way to which uh, to all the problems going on but you know hopefully. One thing, one thing's for sure, you know, uh, black Latino, we got to stick together, man. Facts. Cause you know, we could like, uh, to a big idea, uh, to give you an, uh, to give people an idea of, of, of oppression of blacks, my, uh, uh, Latinos are now the second, the second, uh, the biggest minority in the United States. That tells you, uh, the, uh, that's, uh, the history of, of America, uh, know how black uh how the black americans built this country and and yet latinos who didn't come here till like like a hundred years ago were finally uh surpassed them as a minority the biggest minority in the uh in the united states i got you i mean it's just like i say you're going to take it one day at a time and the best act is to actually do something and not just sit there and watch it like, like a lot of people saying on Twitter, like, like a closed mouth is not a, a good mouth. Like you can't just sit there and be quiet thinking something's going to change. And we've been being quiet the whole time. And like you said, how we, how the, the black, the black people and Hispanic people built this country and for them to try to take it away from us is stupid and it's not right. And yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like it at all, but it's just like, I'm I'm proud to be a black person. It's the challenge I accept and it's the challenge that I love because I'm overcoming it every day. And I love being black. And I'll do anything for my black brothers and sisters and even for my Mexican Americans as well. Because we all gotta stick together at the end of the day. And at the end of the day when we all come together, white people, Donald Trump, anybody that's in the office can't come in between us. One thing one thing we gotta remember, bro, um Donald Trump, uh, we should we should look at him as he's just the mascot of the real people who went. Because uh, let's be honest, bro, he's an idiot. The real people who he's an idiot that is at the forefront because he's the president, of course. Uh, and not not to say he doesn't have a, a lot of power, because he does. He ha he has a ton of power, which is why he's um you know using it irresponsibly. You know he's fat. Uh, he made more uh, legislative moves against. You know Twitter that kept, because he kept getting fact checked uh, faster than he did uh, to uh, police reform. 
not 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 only to mention that uh, all of Obama's police reform was uh, killed under under the Trump administration. So yeah, but like what what we got to do, bro, is like to stick together. Like first of all, uh, black and brown, we got to come together um, and have our uh, an, combine our own agenda, bro. Uh, another thing we got to do is we got to vote. We got to vote uh, when it comes to policing. We got to choose. We got to we can elect our sheriffs. So that's one thing you gotta gotta remember. You know, Harris County, we have an amazing sheriff, Ed Gonzalez. You, we should, um, we, uh, that, and that's what I love about living in this community, bro. Police brutality isn't as uh, rampant as it is because we have a lot of uh, uh, majority Latino community, Latino. majority yeah. Latino police. Uh, com- uh, a lot of people from the community becoming police. But you know, it's not the same. Uh, there's only a part, uh, like right here. This is why, uh, one thing one thing I love about Houston, but you know, there's also, there's a reason why the LAPD has a bad reputation. There's a reason why the NYPD has a bad reputation. So that's one thing we gotta do. We gotta, uh, black, uh, black and Latino gotta come together. We gotta uh, vote, uh, not only just for the sheriff, but everywhere. Cause uh, it's mostly, uh, a conservative uh, ideology that you know uh, racism doesn't exist. You know that it's um, that it's a clean slate for everyone. Like going back to the you know even uh, I remember when the uh, Michael Brown shooting. Uh, yeah. I think it was yeah the Michael Brown when Michael Brown was killed. Uh, people try to say this is not a black and white issue. This is a a, a thug police officer issue, and like. It, that's um that's really hard to um process it like i try not to um obsess myself to it because it, it you know and then i just get angry and mm-hmm. it's just too much bro it's just too much we gotta got we gotta fix and you know it's it gets to the point where i can't even like i, I don't even know what to do next i don't even know what to say next it's just problem after problem after problem where we can't just find one solution for everything it's just it's just my like i don't know what to i don't know what to do anymore you know it's to that point i got you i mean like i said and like everybody else doing just take it one day at a time that's, that's really all you can do and you just got to be careful of your surroundings and it's crazy because being a black a black kid, well, being a black adult at the age of twenty, and every time I leave the house, my mom gets scared. That's that's just one thing I hate. But I mean, it comes with our skin, but I don't mean we gotta accept the accept the cruel and unusual punishment, and which I don't. But like you said, we Harris County has a great has a great sheriff, has a great police police station, and everybody that works in it. So that's that's one thing my mom really doesn't worry about. She just worry about the the hate crime that the people give out, and by the people I mean the white people. Yeah, it's um, I I've been um, rolling and thinking like, what do you what do you feel like? I, I mean to ask you, what do you feel is a uh, is one solution like one solution we could take like one step? I'm not asking you to solve all the problems that are going on, uh, you know, with systemic racism and, you know, oppression, but uh, what's one step you feel like we could do to, to go in the right direction? Uh, what we're doing right now, 
everybody says it's bad. The looting, well, for the looting, you got to think about it. The economy, which is white, everybody in the office, which is white. They took everything from Mexican-Americans, from the black from black people, and they expected us to live with the with the low end of things. Like, no, nah, that's, that's just one thing we're not ready for. That's just one thing we won't be set for. So the looting, and that's why we loot. That's why they loot because we they taken back what they what they stole from us and from the from the riots which they so called and the pro the peaceful protest that we actually put together was downtown that turns into havocness and turns into a riot by which the white people are doing breaking windows vandalizing stuff and you can see us in videos trying to stop them and they're escalating the problem while we're de-escalating the problem which are not showing of course on the news they're only showing the bad things so but that's the news and that's how they portray us so but everything that's going on right now like the protests the peaceful protests that we're doing that's, that's solving everything and, but we just can't stand and be quiet and let stuff happen and like um they, it has to get this crazy man because we like we tried to they say violence is never the answer well we um it, it seems to be the only option we were left with because uh, we took it like we took a knee in the national anthem and that guy got fired. Colin Kaepernick got fired. I took I took I remember I took a knee one time my ju my junior year during uh, during a before a game when the national anthem was playing. I got called a son of a bitch. Uh, I got called a bitch in, on on the um, in the uh, on on social media. Um, you know, but. We tr so we try to be peaceful and like then you're then they have the audacity to say um, we're thugs for reacting the way we're reacting. But in reality is if we don't act like the it, like this is we never seen this before, man. Usually when a riot breaks out or a protest breaks out, it's usually just citywide. But like this is is growing uh, international. I don't, like. Uh, a soccer player in Germany, because they're allowed to play soccer again. Uh, they started uh, having mm -hmm. soccer games. You know, uh, wore a shirt says that said justice for uh, George Floyd. Uh, in Japan, they're they're protesting in Japan uh, mm -hmm. right now as well. And like, so like we see like hopefully, though we've done this before. We've right. Uh, there has been riots. There's been protests. That uh, ho hopefully this is the uh, straw that breaks the camel's back. Um, hopefully yeah. this is the the one thing that could bring change, because um, most uh, it's a it's a really big problem that need, that that needed It needed this needed a this needed to be addressed back in 19 and the throughout the whole history of America, especially we had, we like we we asked. We asked for we asked peacefully in the 1950s. We marched, and uh, in the 1960s, we even tried to protect our own communities, neighborhood policing, the Black Panthers, the Brown Berets in the 1970s. We then like, and we've only been uh, we've only been rioting uh, as resistance the past 30 years, 30 40 years. But uh, so you can't, we can't be asked to be peaceful when we've been peace when when we've tried we've asked and we've tried to be reasonable about it we tried to we've had our voting rights taken away 
we've had our, you know, you know, we've had our, our communities um, devalued, disenfranchised. It's a systemic problem that a lot of people have to be aware of. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's crazy. But, I mean, God's watching over us. God's watching. He's always watching. And he he's going to be the person to bring us through this hard time, like he always does. So, I mean. It's just a storm that's passing by. And God's going to reveal everything. Yeah. Hopefully it passes by. So, one th so but one thing's for sure, bro. Um, this upcoming election, uh, mm -hmm. most definitely we have to vote. Most Facts, definitely. of course. You know, um, what, uh, most people, uh, most people, you know, uh, are, you know, Joe uh, feel like Joe Biden isn't the right candidate, but um, of course, you know, we all saw that video where he tried to, you know, where he said, if you like, if you have trouble uh, deciding whether to vote for me or Trump, you're not black, um, which is sparked a couple, um, outrage on Twitter, of course, on social mm -hmm. media. Like, how did how do you feel uh, when he said that? How did you feel? I mean. Last time I checked, Joe Biden is for what people? He's for the black people. And main people that got. Hmm? Like, cause um, what people, what he, what what uh, Charlemagne asked him is like, do do Democrats right. take the black vote for 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 granted? Do no, nah, they don't. They uh, what is like what he means by that is because the you know Democratic Party um is more progressive and forward thinking, mm -hmm. but you know uh they don't have the black community, they don't have the Latino community, they have them in the back of their minds. They're really trying yeah. to move forward. You know how how mm -hmm. do you really pay any mind to that, or do you think just because uh the other guy's evil that we're just gonna vote for you by default? That's basically what he's trying to ask. Nah, uh, to be honest. Uh, that's a question I want to answer, but I really don't. It's just, we'll just have to see what he brings to the table when he, when that election time does come. But I know for sure my, my vote won't go to Trump. Yeah, but the thing is, like, your vote has to go, your vote has to go somewhere. Yeah, it'll go somewhere, but it won't go to Trump. Here's, um, here's one thing people have to ask themselves. Even if uh, Joe Biden... Um, isn't the uh, idealistic? He isn't the perfect candidate. We have to make a. We have to make this decision. Even if he isn't your guy, like you have to make this decision. We either take a a baby step forward, or we take a huge leap back with four more years of of, of Trump as president. So that. So even if you don't think uh, Biden is the is your is the perfect candidate, that's your option. Uh, either a baby step forward, or a huge leap back, because. Four more years of down of uh, President Trump, this shit is gonna just get worse. Yeah, that's true. But I mean for me to even vote for Biden, it has to be a step in the if he for me to both vote for him, he has to take a step in the black community to see what we go through, to see to see all the everything that we've been through and to just to him to take a take a step in our shoes to see what we go through a day in life or just hours in life. 
and see how he reacts to that. That's that's the only way he could get my vote. Yeah, hopefully you know this, you know this. Hopefully all this crazy craziness passes. Hopefully we, you know. I was listen. I listened to a song by by Sam Cooke uh, that was released after uh, after he died. It's called "A Change Is Gonna Come." It's one of the most. It's a beautiful song, bro. It's one of the most. Uh, one of the greatest songs ever written, and you know. Hopefully, um, you know, we we adhere to it. You know, I don't know if you heard it before, but you should really uh, give it a listen. And you know, it's it's just uh, you know, just we gotta keep looking forward, bro. Hopefully, some change comes. Cause one one thing's for sure, bro. We're 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 walking in the right direction, though we got a long way to go. Is really we got to make sure we're just going in the right direction. Got it. Yeah, we do. I mean, like I said, we can only take it one day at a time, one step at a time, really. That's just the only way it could get better. So I feel like the, the protests and everything, black people coming together and not at each other's neck and the Mexican-Americans coming together and us partnering together, that's the only way this, this world, this economy, and the community can get better. Cause I see, I see a future, man, for this country where, you know, all communities come together to the point where, a hundred years from now, um, our great great grandchildren will be, will all be, you know, what's an appropriate way to say is we'll all be one one complexion. You know, we're all just that we've all come together, everyone uh, having children with everyone, having family with everyone, uh, regardless of race or ethnicity, that we all become one one complexion to the point where we make, um, where it sort of becomes a new race of, mm-hmm. in this, that, you know, of all, all the communities coming together, you know, black, Mexican, uh, all Latino, Latino, black, white, uh, in Indian, Asian, to the point where that's that that's the um, entire population. Soon, there's not going to be surveys asking you, you know, your race. There's just going to be we're all just going to be one race because we've all come together and live peacefully. I got you. But you know. Man, I appreciate you coming on here, man. You know, to discuss. You know, you know, we know it's a it's a dark time right now, but hopefully, like you said, the storm will. It's only a storm that will pass. But oh yeah, for sure, no problem, bro. Man, I appreciate you doing uh coming on here. Um, hopefully, I wish you the best of luck. You know, uh, I have faith that you will uh make make it big someday. Um, I see a. No, I see a bright future for you. Also, I see a bright future for all of us. Uh, anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Oh, man, I'll be. Oh, yeah, appreciate it for me have, for having me on here. And uh, thanks for uh, the good luck wishes. And, uh, yeah, anytime you want me to come back on here, I'll have no problem. Yeah. Uh, you want, man? I appreciate you, my brother. Great, uh, great seeing you again. All right, no problem, bro. Great seeing you.